This is Linux Reality, Episode 40, Listener Feedback. everybody, Chess Griffin here. I'm the host of this podcast, Linux Reality. This is a podcast for new Linux users, but we've got a lot of veterans listening as well, so I welcome everybody. Uh, this week I thought I'd do sort of a catch-up episode, partly because I've just been so busy at work, I've had to take some trips, I've had to do some other things, and I just haven't been, haven't had the time to, to you know, have a, have an episode researched and ready to go like I normally like to do. Plus, I've also gotten a, a lot of emails and things that I wanted to sort of catch up on. So I thought this would be a good opportunity, uh, to, to cover those things. Uh, I've also got a few other things that I was going to talk about here as, as well. So maybe we can just get right into it. First thing I wanted to mention off the top um, is that uh, we're really working hard on this new logo. There's a there's a great thread in the forums about this. People are just kind of working together and trying different things. It's awesome to see. So uh, definitely check it out and 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 you know post your feedback and if you have any design ideas, post them. But I you know I think I think we're getting really close. It's just amazing what people can do. I just I mean I am I have no talent at all in that area. So I'm. I'm very thankful that you guys have stepped up and, and are taking some shots at this. I think we're, we're going to have something really cool here. And uh, I've also, as, as I sort of hinted at here in the beginning about my time, I had mentioned that I'm going to probably take some time off. I think I am going to do that. The more I think about it, what I'm going to do is I'm going to do uh, another episode, or well, you know, two more episodes for the, you know, each for the last two weeks of November, get us to the first of December, and then I'm going to take off the month of December and come back in in early January. A couple of people had suggested maybe I could have some some guest hosts fill in, like I did with Pat, you know, doing the video editing one, and that's an idea. But the only reason I haven't pursued that is because I just don't want to bother people at this time of the year. I know it's busy for a lot of folks. And plus, I just hadn't really, you know, thought about it. With Pat, I kind of contacted him pretty far in advance. This is only two weeks out, and there's probably not enough time for folks to to uh, to prepare. But um, along those same lines, you know, if if you all ever wanted to sort of do a guest host, and I just mean, you know, any of the listeners here, contact me and and you know propose an idea. And what it would entail basically is is you recording maybe a 20 to 30 minute segment in AUG form, preferably, and I would have to give you the particulars on the bit rate and the frequency and all those kind of, you know, little details, but if there's some area of expertise that, that, that you have, uh, let me know. Now, remember, this podcast is aimed at new users, so, uh, you know, just, just keep that in mind when you're kind of thinking of ideas, and, and don't be, you know, upset if I say no, you know, and it could be just because this is not the right time. I'm, I mean, I really am trying to build on on previous things, so... Like, for example, I don't think it's really an appropriate time to do a, an episode on compiling the kernel. You know, I think someday, for sure, but I just don't know if I've really gotten there yet. I mean, I haven't even talked about compiling regular old applications first, and that is something I do want to talk about. So, you know, just kind of kind of think of the, the larger picture here, and uh, and feel free to contact me and propose ideas. This is not for this is not for the month of December. I mean, I'm, I'm gonna you know take that month off. I think I will have a couple of surprise episodes for you though during the month of December. So you know, do keep that that feed subscribed. Uh, please don't unsubscribe, and you may just you know you may have an episode pop up out of the blue. But uh, what I'm talking about is maybe after the first of the year. You know, going ahead, going forward with, with new, new episodes, you know, I may try to bring in some, some user episodes or some listener episodes, if you will. So, uh, you know, keep that in mind. 
I've also got some other little tweaks to the to the podcast that I'm going to do uh, probably after the first of the year. Nothing major, uh, just some cosmetic stuff, maybe you know the song or the bumpers and you know just things like that. But it's still going to be the same old uh, same old Linux reality, and I'm having a blast doing this. And uh, and it's thanks to you guys and thanks to all your feedback and your generous donations that are keeping me going. So um, you know do do uh, do stay subscribed. Don't uh, don't give up on us or anything like that because I'm not going away by a long shot. I also wanted to uh, throw out an idea, and I'll flesh this out more in the next couple of episodes, but, you know, with this end of the year coming up, kind of the holiday time for a lot of people, regardless of whether you have religious beliefs or not, you know, the end of the year is, is sort of a time for all of us to take stock in different ways and, and, you know, be thankful for the things we have and all of that. And so in that spirit, I thought about proposing something, and it's, and it's, and it's in regards to uh, maybe kind of all of us together thinking about ways of, of, of making some donations to various free and open source projects. So I'll just kind of leave that there for now, and I'll go into more detail about that maybe next week. So, all right, let's see. Uh, before I get to the feedback, I got a few other little things I was going to just kind of talk about, just sort of in general. Um, I got a new box, new computer. Uh, well, it's used. It's a, sort of a hand-me-down that I got from someone. It's a Dell Optiplex GX620. Um, but it's pretty sweet. It's uh, it's got a Pentium D950, I think. Um, I think that's right. I'm not too familiar with these newer processors. I just don't know all the. But it's, I know it's a Pentium D, and it's it's not like the 820. I think it's a 950 or something like that. But it's got two gigs of RAM. Uh, it's got two 160 gig SATA drives. It's got the Intel graphics, which is nice because you know as much as I love my Nvidia card, I was kind of thinking about trying to go with just more open stuff. And, you know, the open Intel graphics are really good. I mean, they work great on my laptop, I've mentioned before, which has the Intel 810 uh, or 845, which uses the 810 driver. And, you know, Barrel and XGL work fine on that. So I thought it would be kind of cool to have just, you know, go with open source drivers with the Intel board. And uh, this thing is, this little computer is great. I mean, it's... uh you know, these Optiplexes are, you know, the Dell Enterprise computers, and they're pretty sturdy. And, and the only thing about it is, man, it gives off a lot of heat. I, mean, I know that processor runs hot, and I've heard that, but uh, it really blows out a lot of hot air. But it is quiet, so, uh, you know, the, the quiet is what's important to me. I'm going to be shutting down my old computer soon, and, I mean, I'll be using it someplace else. But So I'm in the process of moving everything over and installing uh, Linux on this new computer. It was great because, you know, it came with Windows on it, so it's just so nice to be able to wipe that off. I didn't even boot into Windows. I, <laughs> I just wiped it off. Uh, so uh, it's Linux only. It's Linux only, baby. Uh, so that's that's kind of cool. Uh, let's see what else here. I had a couple other things I was gonna, I was going to mention as as well, but uh, I'm drawing a blank right here. Um, I had some uh, some other notes. Oh yes, I know what I was going to mention. Totally unrelated to Linux, uh, and I'll get to the feedback here next. But I I I found this new podcast. It's not really a podcast. It's a pod. It's a podcast novel or pod, or pod audio novel. I don't even know what they call it. But some of you guys may have heard of this, but it's called The Seventh Sun, and it's by a guy named J.C. Hutchins. And I'll put a link in, to this in the show notes. But I guess there's, you know, um, it, it's, it's basically a novel. It's sort of a sci-fi thriller novel, sort of in the lines of maybe Dean Koontz or maybe some Stephen King, not 
not exactly Stephen King, closer to Dean Koontz, I think, if you read any of his stuff. But um, the, there's like, you know, he's working on book two, uh, and he's done, he's finished book one, and book one has, I think, 27 or 28 chapters, and I'm on chapter 10 or 11, so I haven't gotten even halfway through the first book, but man, this thing is awesome. It is such a great, it is a very interesting, very thrilling, exciting, fun to listen to. Each book, or I mean, each chapter is maybe, you know, anywhere between 10 and 20 minutes or so. Uh, something like that. Uh, so it's just, I highly recommend it. And I, like I said, I haven't finished it, so maybe I won't like where it goes, but I think it's going to be pretty cool. And I've had, heard a lot of good things about it on, on other podcasts, so I would definitely check that out. That's The Seventh Son from J.C. Hutchins. All right, with that, and I think I had said I was going to get to feedback next. See, I'm totally mixed up here. Well, I'm not, I'm not going to do feedback next. I've got a listener tip to check out first. To start, press any key. Where's the any key? I see Esk, Katarl, and Pigup. There doesn't seem to be any any key. Hey Chess, this is Christopher from Trinidad and Tobago again, and I have another listener tip. Um, many of us have our music collections in the MP3 format, and it can be a bit difficult getting um, the correct codecs in order to get MP3 to work in various audio programs and media programs. But there is a simple way that we can future-proof our media, at least our audio media, and that's to convert it to the ARC format. Now, I found there is a very simple command line utility that one can use to make the, to convert all that, and it's called the MP3 to ARC utility. That's our M, it's spelled M, P, the number 3, the number 2, and then O, G, G. Um, I accidentally found it in the Ubuntu um, repositories. So just do a search for it in Synaptic and install it that way if you're using Ubuntu or Debian. And um, using it is actually very simple. All you have to do is type mp3.org and then the name of whatever it is that you want to convert. And... Um, that could be either the file or the folder in which you want to convert all the files. And when you choose a folder, it'll do it recursively. So it'll go to all the subfolders inside that folder, and then it'll convert all those files. So for me, what I did was mp3.org space dash dash delete space audio. Now, audio is this folder where I keep all my music, and the dash dash delete switch is um is a switch that'll delete the original MP3 file once it's been once you've made an org version of that file, so that will literally convert everything. If you leave that out, it'll keep the MP3s in the same folder. Now there are two caveats to this. One is that it'll, it only seems to work with MP3 files. It won't convert WMA and it won't convert AAC, just MP3, as far as I know. And um, if it encounters an error, it'll just error out, and it won't go on to the next file. That it well, when it goes through when it goes through it recursively. So um, I had an, a corrupted MP3 file in the folder, and then it just errored out, and it still had a whole bunch I had to do. So if you set it to do it, it's the kind of thing where you'll enter the command in the terminal and just leave your machine leave your machine on all weekend as it goes through this task and then just periodically check up on it 
And um, another time when I was converting, it seemed to have trouble with a odd bitrate on an MP3. I think it was a 112 kilobits a second is the bitrate that the MP3 had, and that caused an error. Those were two strange things that just, other than that, it should work just fine. Okay, so again, it's one of these things that you wouldn't be able to do this unless... Well, by doing this, you've already installed MP3 capabilities into your machine, so why would you do it? But it's a good way to future-proof your music. So you could convert everything to AUG format, and then back it all up, and then you'll have it in a format that will be friendly to free software distros like Linux. Alright, well, that's my tip. I love the show as always. Chess is a great show. Alright, bye. Message for you, son. Okay, now's the feedback. Uh, you, can, you might be able to tell from the sound that I'm doing this in a different way. My, my audio setup at home, um, because I've moved the computers, I haven't got everything reconfigured. So I'm recording this episode the way I used to record, which is on my iRiver, which so the sound hopefully won't be too bad. All right, first email here. This is from Matt. Uh, Matt says, hey, Chess, great podcast. I've used Linux at work for a little over two years for my DNS, DHCP, and web servers. The servers are strictly a command line interface, which made me made me hesitant to run Linux as a desktop until your podcast piqued my interest. Your overview of productivity, editing, and other day-to-day -day applications has opened my eyes to the wide range of choices available in Linux. Finally, my Linux environment is more than just uh, is more than just the VI editor. Um, I started listening around episode 13, quickly listened to all the archives, and have been a loyal listener ever since. For what it's worth, I too like the new layout better. Episode first, then comments, tips, because it cuts straight to the content. Lastly, I have two recommendations. I have been struggling to get XGL running on my laptop, just to see how it looks and feels in person. After several failed attempts, I stumbled across uh, Corora, a live CD with XGL and AIGLX. I booted off the CD, had my fill of wobbly windows, then rebooted to my regular OS without the hassle of reconfiguring. Corora.org, if anyone wants to check it out. My last recommendation is an episode topic. It's in inevitable that every Linux user will eventually want to run an app that they have to compile from source. Even if it's just a high-level overview, it will make the new Linux user's journey that much easier. I'll be listening. Matt. Matt, that's a great uh, email. Thank you for that. Uh, yeah, Corora, I think I've that's come up once or twice before. I have not checked that out, uh, but from what I hear, it is a very cool live CD, and it does have the XGL and AIGLX or whatever. And, you know, that stuff that I've been using Barrel on, on my laptop because my laptop boots multiple dis uh, distributions, including Ubuntu, so I got Barrel running on that. And, you know, it's cool. I'm really not sure how much I really use it. So on my main desktop, I do not have any of that stuff configured. I just... I just decided to, you know, just it's, it's not worth it. So, and yeah, the compiling from source, that was what, just what I was mentioning a few minutes ago. That is definitely something I plan to get to. So thank you, Matt. All right, next email here is from Chet. And Chet says, hello, Chess. I think your podcast is great and very informative. I have two questions. Number one, I'm having a problem getting my computer my computer's network. I listen to your network shows, but they don't really apply. I'm running only Linux, no Windows or Macs. Since the computers are only Linux, I assumed it would be easy to network them. It has been very difficult to find any information on this. I've even been warned that Samba doing it the Windows way was the easiest way to go. I don't really care about easy. I want the best way. I'm not afraid to use the command line. I have three laptops and one desktop. All are running Kubuntu. 
I prefer a way that is not a Ubuntu utility, but something that will work on all Linux distros. I also have two HP printers that I'd like to use through my network. Can you give me any help? Could you do a show on Linux only networking in the future? Uh, well, let me stop right there, uh, Chet. That, yeah, um, I have some Linux computers at home, obviously, that are networked as well, and I have basically stuck with Samba. I mean, I, you know, that's, has worked well for me because I've had to get it set up for my wife's Macintosh. Uh, so I just use Samba for the network, for the Linux computers as well, and it works just fine. You can also use NFS as another way, and there's probably other ways as well, but I think Samba and NFS are probably the two main ways. And, you know, uh, Samba is such a great project and a great open source project. The fact that it's basically, you know, uh, implementing the Windows networking, that doesn't bother me at all. I mean, I think it works. It works well. It's tried and true. There's a, there's a bazillion tutorials out there. So for me, at least, it is the easiest way and the best way. But I would check into Samba and NFS. And the good thing about both of those is those are really just native tools. Those are not Ubuntu or Kubuntu-specific by any means. Um, And as far as the printers, yeah, uh, I I do think the printer episode would help. Just do cups and IPP printing. That's all you need to do. You can do cups over Samba as well. But um, I find the IPP printing stuff working great in Linux. That's what I use on my print server. Uh, I could do it over Samba, but I just use CUPS and IPP printing. But I think the idea of doing an episode on Linux network is probably not a bad idea. So, And his other question is about Bash Potter. Uh, that's that uh, podcatching script I talked about. He says, uh, it was the first podcatcher I ever used. After about six months, I noticed that some shows stopped coming through. If I went directly to their sites, there were new shows. I couldn't pull them down, though. I would delete the URL and get it from their website. It was always unchanged. Um, the Bash Potter just wouldn't fetch it anymore. I finally gave up and tried iPotter. I don't like it as much. I saw your version of Bash Potter and thought it would be perfect. The problem is that I get an error when I run it. Line 59 curl command not found. What am I missing? I've never seen curl before. What was it? Um, sorry for the long message, but I wanted to let you know that after listening to your shows, I gave up on Kmail and Thunderbird. Silfeed Clause GTK2 is what I use now. <laughs> thanks, Chet. Well, thanks, uh, Chet. That's, uh, yeah, Silfeed Clause is awesome. Um, about, uh, my version of Bash Potter, uh, using curl. Curl is just another Linux command line tool. It's like, um, it's, it's just a, it's a, it's a way to fetch information, um, off the internet, HTTP or FTP. It uses, it can use all different kinds of, of protocol. So basically you, it sounds like your Linux distribution does not have curl installed. So you will just need to install curl and then that script should work fine. Um, I'm not quite sure why, you know, your version, the original version of Bash Potter was not catching those, uh, those additional shows. I know Link, um, put out a new version of Bash Potter. So you may want to check that out. The, the version that I did that's in the user contributed section has worked well for me. Um, and so I use it for Lug Radio and uh, uh, Linux Link Tech Show, both of whom use mirror kind of PHP scripts and stuff. And other people have had issues with that, but uh, mine's just kept on trucking, so it's worked out pretty well for me. So, um, and if you have any other issues, you know, feel free to post in the Linux Link Tech Show forums. I know Link checks that as well, or send him an email. But, um, but I think if you get curl and you, if you want to try my contributed version, I think that that should work fine. Uh, let's see. Last email here is from Chris, and Chris says, "Chess, great podcast. I've been using Linux for about four years now, and your podcast helps out a lot. I've downloaded all the all the casts and have listened up to episode 21 this far." 
While I am aware of much of what you are talking about, there are always golden kernels in each podcast, and it serves as a great re-education of basics that I have that have been forgotten along the way. I listened to the email applications podcast on the way into work and wanted to share a potential method for porting addresses from Outlook to a Linux client. I used a Palm Pilot as an intermediary. By syncing your Palm Pilot from Outlook and then doing a one-way sync to Evolution uh, or Kmail, everything came over flawlessly. I know not everyone has access to a Palm Pilot, but there may be other options, including using your cell phone to do the trick. Anyway, thanks again for the great podcast. Keep up the good work from Chris. Chris, that's a great tip, and uh, yeah, I'm sure that there's a lot of different ways you can do it. It's sort of similar to using uh, Thunderbird on Windows to import your Outlook contacts and then saving and then backing up your, your Thunderbird profile and then moving it over to Thunberg, Thunderbird in Linux. I've heard of people doing that. Or using uh, the mail program that comes with uh, Mozilla or SeaMonkey, which I guess is the new version of Mozilla now. So those are all excellent you know, ways of doing it, and, I've, and I have heard from you know, firsthand from folks that that has worked out real well. So, uh, thanks everybody. And, uh, you know, I got more emails, but I'm, you know, I wanted to catch up on these so I can read the, uh, so read, you know, put more into the future episodes just because I, you know, I hate to have people out there hanging thinking I'm not going to read their stuff. And people have sent me some additional listener tips in audio files and I'm going to get to those. So don't worry. Um, and, uh, uh, one person, Richard, I think, uh, tried to send me an audio voicemail and it didn't come through so richard if you're listening to this feel free to record it on your own and just shoot it to me in an aug or mp3 or we can retry the audio i'm not what's i don't know what's going on with the audio i need to check that out and see if that's working um but you know with your listener tips try to keep them under five minutes if you can i mean most of the time that's not a problem but um once or twice i've gotten really long ones and you know that might work if we end up doing the user shows, as I suggested, you know, users doing an entire episode. Uh, but for the listener tips, I really want to keep those short and sweet. So if you can do that, that would be great. All right, uh, let's see. I think that's about it. I know another short and sweet episode. Like I said, things are just getting really more and more crazy for me. That's why I want to just do a couple more episodes for the month of November, uh, take off December, and uh, get through the holidays in the end of the year, and then starting in January, we'll be right back to where we were before. So I've got a lot of cool things lined up. I've got a lot of great topics that I've been been planning and, and writing down and making notes on that people have emailed me. So there'll be a lot of cool stuff ahead. Uh, but anyway, until then, I think we should go ahead and wrap up this episode. Okay, well, I think that's it for this week. Uh, thanks again for listening and for staying subscribed and, uh, you know, bearing with me uh, during these, you know, kind of crazy weeks uh, work-wise and everything. But, you know, like I said, everything will be getting back to normal soon enough. Uh, definitely check out the uh, the thread in the forums on the logo. Let me know what you think. And you, maybe one of these days you'll go to the website and you'll see a new logo. So I'm really excited about that. I'd like to thank everyone who's been helping out with that. And I'm going to, once we make a final decision, I'm going to do some special shout-outs to, to people who've been working on that logo because the folks in the forums there have just been just been awesome. I mean, I just can't thank you guys enough. And I'm going to be putting a link. I'm going to be doing an FAQ entry about the logo, and I'm going to be putting links to people's homepages and stuff as a way to thank them because, man, there's no way I could come up with, with a new logo without y'all's help. So 
Anyway, uh, I think that's it for this week. Uh, um, uh, feel free to send me a, a voicemail uh, or send me an email at linuxreality at gmail.com. You can also use that ODO service, although, like I said, I need to check that out. But information to all of that stuff is on the Linux Reality homepage. And I hope you all have a great week. Please stay subscribed and tell all your friends and family about us. I'll catch you all next time. Until then, this has been Episode 40 of Linux Reality. You all take care. Bye-bye.